Welcome to the Power Prayer Podcast. I am your host, Sherry T. And you have just entered into the Tuesday night family prayer meeting. Where we come together as a family to strengthen each other, to love on each other, to lift up the name of Jesus. And to most definitely just to pray for one another. We come in agreement in, in spirit and in truth. A spirit of unity where the love of Christ flows from one to another. We're all across the globe. We come from the north, the south, the east, and the west, but we do come. And we come rejoicing that we serve a God who is, was, and is yet to come. I invite you now to enjoy the moments that we have shared together. They are live recordings, so you can expect that it's not scripted. I'm just saying. Only thing scripted is this, and this ain't even scripted. But it is good. It is live. It is fresh. I pray that you're blessed. I pray that you're strengthened. I pray that the words that have been spoken into our lives as a family, that it is it also resonates in your heart, that the Holy Spirit would continue to transform your life in such a way that you will believe every day of your life that God has purposed you for a time such as this. To stand firm on his word. To share his love. To enjoy his abundance. That he might show his faithfulness towards you. Thank you once again. As you will now enter in. To the Tuesday night live. Family prayer. Be blessed. Be be blessed in the presence of an almighty God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Most gracious and heavenly Father, we humbly beseech you tonight. We thank you because you have arrived. You were here before we even picked up the phone. You knew tonight how it's going to go, and you have already poured out your spirit upon your your people. I thank you for each one of those that's on the line tonight. I thank you for those that will, that will not be able to attend. I thank you because through our intercession, we'll lift them up, we'll glorify them because them, mm-hmm. they too are part of the family. And we will mm-hmm. not leave no stone unturned. Father, I do mm-hmm. thank you tonight. I thank you for your wisdom and your knowledge. And I ask as we move forward that you just pour out your Holy Spirit upon each and every one of us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Move forward with Aunt Stella. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for this day. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank God. Uh, St. Mark, the 11th chapter. And the 24th verse, 24 and 25. Therefore, I say unto you, what things, what things soever you desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And when ye stand and forgive, if you have ought against any, that your father, that your father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you and your trespasses. 
Amen. Amen. And I just want to thank God for all he has done for this family. As we hear his word, he is blessing us. Amen. Amen. Father, we do thank you. For those that are even on our sick list tonight, we ask that you you send angels your way and you you lay your hands upon them. In fact, you breathe upon them health and healing in their body. Wherever they are downtrodden, Father, I thank you that you'll pick them up. You'll restore them back to their normal selves. Above all, you'll continue to let them know that you love them and care for them and that you'll never leave or forsake them. In Jesus' name, I pray. For tonight, if y'all can, go ahead and open up your Bibles to Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 through 18. And I'm just going to read from the New International Version. Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence. Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Mm -hmm. For it is God who works it in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. Mm so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a warped or crooked generation. Mm -hmm. Then you will shine among the stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain. Mm But even if I am being poured out like a drink offering on the the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and I rejoice with you all. So you too should be glad and rejoice with me. May our Heavenly Father add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word tonight. Father, I thank you as I surrender all that I am and all that I shall be, that the Holy Spirit will continue to do a work in us for your good pleasure. I thank you for the spirit of life that resonates in us all. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I read a quote the other day by Paul Washer, which says, we know that men are saved by repentance and faith, and whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But salvation is the supernatural work of God that will always produce fruit. And the evidence, not the cause, But the evidence of salvation is a changed life, a changing life. Now, I want y'all to open up your mics for just a quick second.
and say the evidence of salvation is a changed life. The evidence of salvation is a changed life. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Wow. Y'all know, when I read this quote, it caused me to go down memory lane. You see, when I was 20-something, I had an encounter with God. Me and a couple of classmates were walking across campus when we met two young men who began to share a word of knowledge about an experience I had as a child that triggered my faith to believe God answers prayer. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't know them, and they didn't know me. They were just being obedient to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Now, let me be honest. Up until that night, the only thing I had was a get-out-of-hell card that I secured when I was 14 years old in a revival. See, I knew God from a distance. God was in my head, not my heart. Needless to say, over the next few months, the Holy Spirit began to deal with me. Now, my issues are not your issues. But if you don't mind, let me mention a few. Unforgiveness. Grief. Rejection. Anger, depression, and loss. Let the truth be told, we have all been exposed to these feelings. And if we are not careful, they can become trees or strongholds that keep us from experiencing the power of God unto our salvation. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. We all have issues embedded in our thoughts, subliminal messages that we receive willingly and unwillingly, as Monica so graciously mentioned on last week, that Mm -hmm. takes us days and months and years to let go before we can experience who the sun Mm -hmm. sets free is free indeed. Before I move on to the text, let me recite the latter part of the quote by Paul Washer again. But salvation is the supernatural work of God that will always produce fruit. Now, we all can go to Galatians 5 and 2, because we, 5 and 22, because we know that, but it's the fruit of righteousness that God produces in us. And he continues to say the evidence, not the cause, not the cause, but the evidence of salvation is a changed life. Mm-hmm. Can you look back on your life and see that it's been changed? Mm-hmm. And can you still sit here today and say, Lord, continue to change me? Mm-hmm. I believe Paul's quote Paul Washer's quote and and my story will help us to understand what the Apostle Paul is teaching us through the church at Philippi 
at this time. When he instructs the believer to work out their own salvation, Paul doesn't hesitate to always give a lesson to any part of, of his epistle. And in this part, he, he, he shares with us three things that, that will help us answer the question, which is my title. How do we work out our own salvation? Are are better yet, are you and I willing to participate in the work? Yes, Jesus. The first thing Paul lets the believer know is that it's a personal relationship between you and God. Yes. That means God's not concerned about. Your, your mom, your sister, your cousin, your husband. He's not concerned about them. He's concerned about you and him. How you approach the throne of grace. How you come before God. How you seek him night and day. He's concerned about a relationship that so many of us build with one another every day. But some of us give God like the end of the day or in the middle of the day, or don't give them none at all. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about nobody to come on this prayer line week in and week out. I, 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 I know we all spend time in the Word and with God, but we all know people. Let the truth be told. We've all been there. But we found out that God's grace was continually too efficient for us because we continue to draw us to him daily. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a personal relationship between you and God that that Paul tells us that we must enter into this relationship with fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. Paul is letting us know that salvation is more than just saying you're saved or I'm blessed. Oh, yeah. Because you believe, but you must let God bring you to a place of absolute surrender. As the Holy Spirit begins to transform me from the inside out into the image and the character of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Paul keeps this thing real when he says, it's up to you to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. We should fear God when we don't allow the Holy Spirit to work out what God has put in us. Some of us just fear God because we don't want to go to hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but God is saying, but Paul is telling us to go a little deeper. Let's allow the Holy Spirit to begin to Work on that thing called the fruits of righteousness that allows you to have long suffering, that allows you to go above and beyond loving your neighbor as yourself, that allows you to have faith when when all things are collapsing around you, but you're still believing the word of God, to to allow you to endure whatever you might be going through. 
Paul wants us to realize that that's the kind of fear we should have. Recognizing that the Holy Spirit is not only our paraclete, but he's with us 24-7. And that we should be so conscious in our mind that he's there that, 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 that we should not just let anything flow from our lips. But the Bible clearly tells us that out of the issues of our heart. And sometimes when God is trying to deal with some things that have been, that you have buried because you thought you had gotten over them, but you buried them time and time again, they begin to, you know, you get put in a situation and all of a sudden you, you thought you had, uh, you thought you could control your tongue, but it only took that one person to step on your toe or look at you crazy or cut you off on the freeway. And you forget. Yeah, all about it. Mm-hmm. And God is saying, "Don't do that." Mm-hmm. If we're to be like, if we're to be, if we're to be sons and daughters of God, yes, this is a process. Mm-hmm. Salvation is a process. Every day, none of us have arrived. It is a work, but we must work with the Holy Spirit. Trembling should come from a place of joy, the joy of knowing that we can enter in behind the veil which was torn in two and have a life-changing experience with Jesus Christ. The second thing Paul instructs the believer to do is to do everything without grumbling and arguing. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Paul wants you and I to do whatever it takes to experience the supernatural work of God. So right here, he addresses conflict and discord, whether it's in the church or whether it's in your house, whether it's on your job. He's addressing you to do everything without grumbling and arguing. So if we're to do everything without grumbling and arguing, he just basically instructing the believer to do everything in the right frame of mind. In other words, do everything in obedience to the word of God with a grateful heart. Live a life that is pure and blameless so that we may shine like the stars in the sky. Mm -hmm. The third thing Paul teaches us in this text is simply to rejoice. Here Paul is rejoicing in faith and love of those who have believed and trusted in God. See, regardless of Mm -hmm. what's going on in your life, I don't know where any of you might be standing, what you might be going through. You might be in a dysfunctional relationship. Your finances might be out of control. You might have more days in the month than you do money. You might be dealing with a health crisis. Whatever it is, remember to rejoice. And sometimes in the midst of our pain and conflict, it's hard. I'm reminded of, a, of about a year ago when, 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 when Dad passed away. And the Lord said rejoice. And I think, Lord, how do you rejoice in death? Mm-hmm. 
But when the Holy Spirit came over me and gave me a reason to rejoice, all right. See, he took the burden of grief and pain and said, Remember, in me you live and move and have your gift. I can carry you through. Yes. So I then began to rejoice because I understood from the position that God sees us. Rejoice in knowing that He is faithful to those who diligently seek Him, hiding us. In the shadow of his presence. Yes, yes, yes. Paul says, as he offers himself as a sacrifice, that many would believe of the work of Jesus Christ, will rejoice with him. Are you a living sacrifice today? Lord, prepare us to be a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Pure and holy, tried and true. Mm-hmm. A sacrifice. <laughs> Understanding that He has equipped us with the greater glory. Because we are hidden in Him. The battle is not ours. It belongs to God. And we have the victory in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. These are my final thoughts. This is what I know for sure. Whatever the purpose is, whatever the plan you have set forth. God is faithful to complete the work that he began. Because this scripture tells us so. God who works, who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. God is not shocked and he's not surprised. Because he has designed every step of our life as we surrender unto him. Mm-hmm. So allow the Holy Spirit to continue to work the work out in you, the fruits of righteousness. And lay it at the altar. that you may be sustained by the greater glory. Mm-hmm. Father, I thank you for the power of your word. I thank you for your presence. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I thank you for those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Yes, Lord. As you continue to equip us to go out into a world that knows you not.
but that Jesus Christ continues to intercede on behalf of a lost world. Yes, yes, that yes. he might be the light. Yes. And the Holy yes. Spirit would draw them in. Yes. Father, I thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I thank you for family tonight. Thank you. I thank you. Thank for you. grace and mercy. That sustains us and keeps us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Trina? Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for my family. I thank you for the words that were spoken tonight, Lord, and lift up all the prayer requests that were said, Lord, and um, just so many blessings also for the families in Ukraine, Lord, um, and all this senseless violence with these young children here in Buffalo, Lord, I just want to lift those young men up that had passed away over this weekend, Lord. Lord, I just thank you so much for those words that Cousin Sherry spoke, Lord, and that we meditate on it and not just listen to it but put it to action, Lord, to do your will, Lord, honor you. And in my Savior's name I pray, amen. 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 Spirit of the living God. You are mighty, loving, and kind to your creation. You created us for a reason. Lord, we thank you for your wisdom and your direction and, above all, your timing. For tonight, you sent your word through your servant to show us how to walk upright by working Mm -hmm. out our salvation. Yes, by working out our salvation. By seeking you through the written word, asking you to give us revelation knowledge, believing that you'll give us an impression within our heart, that it becomes that still small voice that tells us whether we're going right or left, whether we're doing right or wrong. And it causes us to come to a place of repentance regardless of how long we walk with you. But it gradually draws us near you. It conforms us into your image and your likeness. Father, I do thank you tonight for every word that has went forth, for every heart that beat, for every direction that you spoke while they heard the word. Mm-hmm. I thank you that it is evidence that is changing their lives. Not just mm-hmm. their life, but the lives of those who they speak into. The lives of those that you have written down on their names. Mm-hmm. So they know beyond a shadow of a doubt, we serve a living God. Yes. We serve a God that sent his only begotten son. We sent We serve a God that said, yes, I'll go. And in return, Lord, tonight we say yes 
will go and share the gospel from family to family, from state to state, from country to country, until we've done all that you asked us to do. So in that last hour, we'll hear you say, good and faithful servant, enter into thy rest. Peace I give to you. Peace I leave you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God, again, for the word that went forth on tonight. Um, I'm Sherry. Uh, We are appreciative how you allow the Lord to use you and speak through you uh, to share with us on tonight. Uh, the word. Yeah. Uh, we need to apply that word to our hearts and to our lives and so that we may be made better uh, and, and more effective for what the Lord is calling for each and every one of us to do. God bless you. May God keep you. I pray, God, that you continue to be with us, God, as we go throughout this night and the rest of our week. Continue to keep your hand and protection around us. Uh, as we go to and fro, Lord, we need you and we can't get along without you. Lord, we thank you again yeah. for the word uh, that was mm-hmm. shared on tonight. Again, help us to apply it to our hearts and to our lives so that we may be made better for you. Lord, we just ask that you just, most of all, we want to be pleasing to you. We want you to get glory mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. So continue to work on us, remove the stuff mm-hmm. that is not of you yes, um, so that we may be what you have calling us to be in these days. God, uh, we live in a dark world, but we are your light. We're supposed to be your light mm-hmm. in this dark and evil world. So help us to shine like never before and tell that our people that we are around, like people of our influence about this man mm-hmm. called Jesus. Uh, so we thank you, we mm-hmm. praise you, we lift you up. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. amen. Have amen. a good night. Love amen. you all. Thank you all. That concludes our prayer meeting for tonight. After a word from our sponsor, we will continue with praise and worship. Welcome back to the second segment of our show. I am your host, Sherry T., and you have been listening to the Power of Prayer podcast. This segment is where we enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Before we hear from our first artist, let me give you this disclaimer. I do not have the copyright to the worship music that is being played on this podcast. Under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowances made for fair use purposes, such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, and scholarship research. Therefore, feel free to leave a comment.
The blood still works. Our God is faithful. The blood of Jesus is working in our favor. We trust only in our God. If we obey his commandments, then no weapon formed against us shall prosper. The blood still works. If we obey his words, we will eat the good of the land. The blood still works. Jesus bore our infirmities and healed us of all our diseases. The blood still works. Fear must submit to our faith in Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection. The blood still works. The kingdom of heaven lives in us because the blood still works. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Power Prayer Podcast. It's been a stone blast. And this is our promise to you. We promise to pray for you. Believe with you. Love you as God has commanded us to do. And this is what I know for sure. Our promise is guaranteed. Be sure to visit our website livingbiblehub.com that's livingbiblehub.com there's a lot of great stuff over there check out our store and while you're there be sure to subscribe like and follow sign up for our monthly newsletter and our monthly community prayer call and this is my prayer for you today that you will experience the transforming power of God's word Be filled with his peace, covered in his love, and walk in his joy. Remember John 3.16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him would not perish but would have everlasting life. Choose this day whom you'll serve. Confess your sins before the Father and you will be forgiven. And then pick up the book. Meditate on his word night and day. And in due season you will find out that he will turn a stony heart into a heart of flesh. 
He'll take the broken pieces and put it back together again. He'll restore your joy and make you full of his love, his compassion, his grace, and his mercy. You'll know him in the fellowship of his suffering. And you'll know that he's the God of all flesh. The God that had you on his mind from the beginning. And made a way. Until the next podcast, fam. I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Peace and blessings.